Welcome to Business Mentorship, Keeping It Real. My name is Trish Tonai, founder and host for the series, where we feature entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders who participate and share your stories dot online. Today, I'd like to introduce you to Crystal Lechoco. She's a fertility coach with a line of clean, natural skincare and aromatherapy products. Crystal joins us today from Waterdown, and today she's going to share with us a little bit about why she started Bloomus. Welcome. Thank you, Trish. That was a really nice intro. I love how you said that. That was beautiful. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be able to talk to you because when I read your story this morning, I found it so inspirational. And I was oh. hoping that maybe what you could do is tell people a little bit about your aha moment. Okay, so I had a marketing company myself, kind of like you, Trish, for 15 years. Wow. And I was go, go, go. I'm a type A crazy person, like Me most too. of us are, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you need like the control, you go, 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 and you don't stop. And I ended up being in the hospital in 2015. And they couldn't figure out what to do with me or what was wrong with me. And it was through um, that that I had customers, I had suppliers, I had all my employees calling me in the hospital. And I couldn't move. I was in so much pain. And I was just like, just close it down. And I was thinking, figure out what to do with the employees. But we have no assets because we're a marketing company. Right. So figured out. And my husband and my brother said, well, why don't we sell it? And I'm like, so they asked me for my three top competitors. And my husband made a call and sold it on the first one. Wow. So then yeah, it, was, it was one of the companies that I would always see at like shows, like marketing shows and stuff at the Canadian Marketing Association. And I always, I didn't know if they were a direct competitor, but I always resonated with them. And they were a Deloitte 50 best managed company and all that. So I loved their energy and it worked like the first call. Wow. <laughs> so then I had a problem because I didn't know what to do when I got home and I'm like, okay, now what? Cause I had always been working like in my blood. It was, if you're not working, what's wrong with you? You're lazy. Right. And so I didn't know what to do and I was trying, playing around with different things and I had a non-compete clause, so I couldn't do marketing and it was just like itching inside of me. So I didn't know. And my girlfriend was making, you know, the bath bombs for a wedding shower. Yes. Yeah. So she was making the bath bombs and um, she was in our kitchen. It was 11 o'clock at night. It was late. So I'm like, I'm going to help her do this. And she was on the phone, not even paying attention. So I started helping her. And I realized I wasn't thinking about money. I wasn't thinking about work. I wasn't thinking about my fertility. I wasn't thinking about, about anything, just like what I was doing. So it was kind of like my, my meditation. So from there, I started like, I hate my lips being dry. So I'm like, ooh, I'm a, uh, people used to always call me a lip balm junkie. <laughs> so I, I used to have like, my desk would be covered with like lip balm. So I'm like, I'm gonna see if I can Google how to make lip balms. So from there, I took courses and I started giving them to people and they're like, oh, can I buy some for like, say Trish's birthday? And I'm like, you wanna buy them? So that's kind of how it started. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I love the name. I love the name Bloomis. Where did, so being that you have a marketing background, where did you get the inspiration to call your company Bloomis? So bloom, like I always think women should live their life in full bloom, right? So bloom and then miss for the girl. So it's bloom miss. 
Yeah. So that's why I kind of put those two together. Yeah. That's a really great story. Now, my mission is to, sorry, my mission is to get people um, so they have no toxins in their body or eliminate from their daily routine, right? So I just wanted something for women to feel better and live their life in full bloom. So tell like me your how many products do you have? You. Uh, thank you. <laughs> how many how many products do you have in your line now? I think we have 27 right now. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And we're launching more like every day. This afternoon I have a surprise announcement. It's not a new product, but we're changing something up with one of our best-selling eye gels. Um, and then we have a new super fruit like facial hydration mist coming out. We have a bronzer coming out. So it's all products oh. like People will ask me, like, why do you have from lip gloss to aromatherapy to, like, um, anti-aging skincare and retinols and peptides in your eye gel and things like that? And I'm like, it's all things I need. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> it makes no sense to anybody else. But, like, I have a lot of lips products because I need my lips hydrated and I hate dry skin. <laughs> so it's all things. There's no rhyme to reason. And I know a big company would never, like, pick products like this, but I pick them on what I need. <laughs> well, you know, that's really very interesting because most of us will start a business based on a need that we can't fulfill in the marketplace, it's right? It's true. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you took that opportunity exactly. and you've now expanded it into this amazing business. Thank you. Well, one of the things I don't know, I don't think I mentioned, but the reason I was in the hospital originally was I had an atopic pregnancy, but they thought they didn't, they thought it was clearing out and they couldn't figure it out. What was happening is usually for those that don't know, atopic means it's in your tube. So it's very like, it's very dangerous. Yeah. But for me, because they kept uh, doing ultrasounds on my tube, it was fine. So they thought I should be stabilizing, but it was growing on my ovary. So it's wow. like one in 65,000. Wow. And so <laughs> for me, going through the fertility journey was like really kind of crazy. And so many times, Trish, I would be in the, the doctor's office and, you know, it would be jam packed with girls. And I remember distinctly this one girl, the nurse or the receptionist, I guess, said to her, um, that's going to be an extra $5,000. And she crumbled to the ground. Like, you know, when you drop like yeah. in tears and emotion. And she said, we don't have it. You guys told us it was this amount. And I remember the girl saying to her, well, the doctor adjusted the protocol. So that's what it is. And she's like, we don't have any more money. And she was in tears because she was mid-cycle or mid-procedures. And it was just heartbreaking. Yeah. So a dollar for most of our products go to a charity that I started to help women directly or couples and couples. Um, that are going through that need financial help that need resources because I didn't have any resources at that mm -hmm. time there's nobody I didn't know I kept listening to what the doctor was saying and I didn't realize that was not like really always the best thing because they're thinking of it as a medical thing mm -hmm. they're not thinking of it you as a person yeah yeah what a yeah. wonderful connection between um, a, you know your cosmetic company which has is sort of natural beauty taking care of ourselves and now yeah. you're you started something where you're giving back to your community with taking some yeah. of those proceeds and supporting a cause yeah. that really means something to you. That's really very yeah. that's really very important. And you know, I, I congratulate you for making that connection because I think that one of the things that you know I always tell clients when we're talking about business is that if it's all about the money, it's not going to last. 
right? No, it's so true. You so need to true. have a passion yeah. and a connection to what it is that you're doing. Now, yeah, I know that you started obviously creating your products in in your kitchen, and now you've expanded yeah. <laughs> to to you know beyond that that scope. So yeah, tell us a little bit about the manufacturing process and how you were able to. Uh, expand from your sort of starting in your kitchen. I envision you there yeah. with a pot, you know, turning, turning things up. <laughs> and now you have a, um, you've made some great connections with manufacturing your products outside of the home. Yeah. So tell folks a little bit about that journey. So, well, yeah, you're right. It was in my kitchen originally. And I remember for when I was playing around with this, probably for a good month, I told my husband we could not eat in the kitchen we were right. ordering takeout because i didn't want to have like any like, food or yeah. stuff around the products right <laughs> so right. we ordered takeout pretty much a month in a row and then he's like okay i'm gonna set something up in the basement for you <laughs> <laughs> he's like this is getting ridiculous so we did that and then i went into um manufacturing so i have right now i have manufacturers all over like all over canada and all over the u.s um, only Canada and the US because I need to make sure the quality like a lot of the manufacturers are in, um, in Florida a lot of the manufacturers are in Oregon and different places so I've been there I've seen it right. what was happening is I was sending them my ingredients I was sending them the product they were making it but then they would put like some little ingredient in there and I'm like I, I need it to be clean I need it to be natural my whole thing is I want to eliminate toxins from women's beauty products. Right. I can't add things that even though they weren't necessarily a toxin or something harmful, it was still a, not a natural um, product, right? Right, right? So to find manufacturers that weren't like kind of sneaking going, well, best way is really hard. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. I spent probably a year and I still like, Sometimes people will ask me, oh, you should do this product or that product. And it's always a great idea, but it's really hard to find somebody that can do it how you want it done right. and properly, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I I really want to congratulate you on, you know, taking a journey where you had this really great idea and you were tenacious enough to start off, um, you know, as a small micro business. And now you've grown into something that's really quite remarkable. And and I really love the connection that you have with the giving back to the to the community. That's really very important. Thank One of the you. things that we do as part of the guest blog is we ask folks to share their three words of advice. So your three words are one, action, okay. and focus. Tell us a little bit about yes. those. Um, one is, I don't know if anybody's read it, and I don't think I have it actually. Oh, I do have it on my desk. I'm going to, it's not like I'm affiliate or anything for this book. But this is the book. And you'll see on my sticky tabs. Wow. I, I, it's my Bible because it's technically on my desk all the time. But this book tells you to focus on one thing. So for me, I spend now four hours. It's very odd for me to do something in the morning, Trish, <laughs> because I spend the morning just focusing on growing my business and how to grow it. Not in it, but on it. On it. And just working on the one thing that will help me get to where my goal is, like in five years or 10 years. So I break it down. So my goal in five years is this. What are the baby steps to get there? 
So that is my, that's my best thing. That's my best advice. (laughs) I should, I recommend this book all the time. I think the guy should pay me royalty. Um, (laughs) I mean, my second word was what action? Action. Action. So from my past life as a marketing person, I would have come people come into our office and they wouldn't know they would have like a vitamin company or a juice company or whatever it might be and they wouldn't know where to start and they wanted everything to be perfect. So I think and I think it's kind of getting a trendy word right now so it's kind of annoying but in take imperfect action really works. So before I as type A needed everything to be perfect, yeah. Now I'm like Oh, I do a picture. I do a video online, whatever. It's what it is, but I'm getting the content out there and just taking the action makes the ball start going. Right. right? So I think that's what I think it's really important. I think a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck in that paralysis kind of thing. Like, what do I do? And the last one is focus. Focus. So I heard this a long time ago, but it's, um, the acronym is focus on one course until success or something like that. Wow, so, that's fantastic. Yeah, focus on one co- focus uh, focus on one course until success. Yeah, and um, I think that's what we need to do. So it kind of ties in with the first one of the one thing, right? But I think it's so important because a lot of us get so like shiny ball syndrome as entrepreneurs. That's what we do. We always think of a great idea. And I actually, this week, I woke up in the middle of the night and I had this great conversation with one of my friends. And I said, oh my God, I could do this as a business. I know how to build an e-commerce store like in my sleep. I can do this or whatever. And I was so ready to go down that rabbit trail. And I thought, oh my God, I remember being up all night going, this would be such a great business. Oh my God, it's so exciting. And then I had to stop and be like, what are you doing? So I think that's really important um, to focus on one. And I know as, as I had the marketing company, I had like a goal of you had to reach X amount of dollars before you started another thing. So we had the marketing company and then we branched off into gift baskets and then we branched off into, I forget what else, but then we had all the spokes of the wheel kind of going for the marketing company, but they always had to hit a threshold. So I try to tell other people that. However, for me personally, because now I'm doing the Fertility Coach, running the charity and doing the Bloomis products, I'm not following my own advice right now. (laughs) So that's why it's an important word for me. Yes. You know what? I think that the wonderful uh, inspirational message that you've just shared, not only with your story, but in your three words of advice is something that absolutely all of our viewing and listening audience can certainly resonate with. Oh, good. So I want to thank you so much for spending some time with me, Crystal. And I wish you continued success, especially with that e-commerce site. We're all grasping with with that challenge. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Trish. And to our viewing and listening audience, I'd like to thank you very much for joining us for this edition of Keeping It Real, where we introduced you to the person behind the logo. And we invite you, if you have a business story, to visit our website, shareyourstories.online and join us in this marketing platform. Thanks everyone.